0: Hi, this is Mike Mignola, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios.
1: An an elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon, episode two hundred and fifty-one. My name is J J M Clark, J the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi J, and as always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with us in the L Five J Studios. This week on the show, we went on a little adventure. We left Clarkson. We went to Oakville, Ontario, Canada. We went to a joint called Justino's. We had pints and wood oven pizza. It's really, really good place. You should check it out. It's near Kerr and Lakeshore. Right north of Lakeshore on Kerr, on the east side, Justino's Wood Oven Pizza. Uh, who did I meet up with there? Our good friend, uh, the mighty Mike Ruth. That's right. If you haven't heard of Mike Ruth, Mike Ruth is an amazing illustrator. He's a cover artist for Aftershock Comics. You need to check him out. If you're on the Instagram, follow him up at uncouthruth. Enjoy the Viking awesomeness. Uh, We also met up with Mr. Rob Lance. Uh, Rob Lance works out of the Comic Connection in Oakville. That is on Spears Road, south side, just east of 4th Line. You should go check out Comic Connection. It's a very cool show. Uh, Rob helps run that place. And Rob is a local comic book guru in residency. Every good comic shop has their comic book guru. Rob is that for them. And uh, it was cool to get to know Rob a little. I met him on Free Comic Book Day there on our Kessel Ren tour. Mike uh, said, You should pod with this guy. So that's what we're doing. The three of us got together to have some pints, some pizza, and some pod. Uh, we hung out, we talked some shit, and we talked comic books. So, uh, yeah. Uncouth Ruth, Rob Lance, Justino's, pints, pizza, pod. Please enjoy. Hey kids, here we are. We're hanging out in Oakville. Uh, last free comic book day. Bit, you'll be in full shadow. Last free comic book day, if you'll all remember. If we need to adjust, everyone please be seated comfortably. <laughs> please. Just trying to uh, get close to you, Rob. <laughs> so, yeah, last free comic book day, uh, if you'll all remember, we went on our free comic book day Kessel Run tour. And the second stop on that tour was the wonderful Comic Connection here in Oakville on Spears. Uh, to visit our good buddy Mike Ruth, who's hanging out with us here, as we, well as his beautiful other half, Ms. Erica.
0: Hi.
1: Um, and he said to me while we're there, he's like, you know, you know, you know, you need a pod with that guy. And he points across the room at this individual, Mr. Rob Lance, who is also joining us. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me, Jay. We are having a discussion at the moment about comic book uh, education, I guess you could say. And the reason I wanted to jump on here was because this has been coming up a lot lately. And uh, coming back from even Fan Expo, or was last Toronto Comic-Con, I guess, uh, I had a really good chat with Dave Ross uh, about his new book. Yeah, it's uh, a wicked book, Oh, man. it's incredible it's for, a wicked for anybody, book. not just pros, but like yeah, a guy man. like me who just draws occasionally for yep. fun. It got me stoked, right? Wicked fundamentals in that book. Yeah. Last and... night, I had a chat with uh, Mr. Keith Grishow, and he talked about his time at, uh, at Mutt. Uh, taking his classes Max the Mutt, yeah. at Max the Mutt yeah. and at the time Ty was still there oh, so he okay. took Ty's course Ty Templeton of course, he took his course but when it was Max the Mutt Okay, and now right. you have just brought up how you, Mike, have decided to finally go and take the plunge and take one of Ty's
0: classes. <clears throat> well, yeah, he's had uh, all these great boot camp and different, different classes different for different aspects of comics, for writing, covers, different things. And um, he had this one advertised years ago that he's still teaching. I'm, I'm taking it right now. It's, uh, it's basically like comic book, you know, anatomy for comic book artists, but like kind of from your imagination. So... Uh, the idea is that he teaches some systems and how to draw the figure in movement and how to, some basic understandings of the figure and some, and some really kind of key shapes and some key ideas about where muscles connect and how they twist and how they move around bones in a way that I don't think it was presented to me before. So, um, it's weird to be in an industry for so long and to, to draw for your whole life and and, and to miss that miss getting an education to miss having that other that sure. other you know viewpoint so it's funny yeah like uh, some people mentioned like oh well why would you take a class like why would you take a class you're already getting published you're getting work or whatever and, and it's because I think the minute you stop you stop learning or decide that you know everything it's when you're kind of dead in the water oh, yeah. and uh, yeah and so I'll be honest with you man like I, I didn't know what to expect I I um, you know what they did around the around the table kind of thing when we got the first class of ties and he was like so why are you here and he kind of asked everybody do Oh you regions. started it already? Oh yeah no it's oh, yeah, uh, no. last night was the fourth class actually I'm already more than halfway through oh, so sure. uh it's only seven classes but uh yeah it was amazing and the first class he's basically like why are you here and I'm just kind of like well you know I I just want to be able to generate poses in, and, and and ideas and, and you know moving figures across a page uh, more easily. Uh, when I'm on, when I'm in the pinch, when I'm in the, when I'm on the hot seat. So, like, I'm at a comic con and I'm having a bad drawing day, or I'm having a slow drawing day, or I just can't get that shit to spark up. Um, I want to be able to pull that stuff more freely from my head. So it's kind of sure. like just loading yeah. more arrows in my quiver and just having, yeah. uh, you know, learning a couple tricks. And honestly, man, he's a couple of things I've picked up even in the first class kind of blew my mind because the things that I kind of was always aware of in the fringe but without actually going and doing, going through the, the practice of doing it or really thinking about the bones in that way and how they relate to drawing comics, um, really eye-opening stuff and, sure. and really, really like lit me up. So the last three, weeks it's been a good way to get yeah. out of the house too because I... Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: the cool thing about Ty though is even though Ty, you know, you did just mention a few people, you know, who... Maybe question Ty as far as an anatomy of course. Ty's not known for you know your typical superhero you know yeah, figures, but, man. but even though his like kind of cartoony style or whatever you want to call it, his his movement, his figures, his posing, like you're saying, are. Dead on. Yeah. Like you know, if you watch
0: the way that Batman and Robin in the Adventures, the way he poses and oh man, it's it's it's, it's perfect. You know, for me, it's, it's watching him place a figure on a page. Like I've watched him work at uh, sure, yeah, at Comic Con. I've watched him work at uh, you know, I've watched him draw. And I mean, when he's even doing lessons up on the whiteboard, I mean, he's he's going through these steps like the way uh, I don't know the way uh, I, I, like like a machine. It's like, like, like music, dude. It sure. is like composing. Yeah, composing. He was, he was, he was up there composing figures on the page. He's like, okay, guys, I want to. We're going to talk about back muscles today, and you know, we're going to look at these back muscles. So here's, and he put four, three or four gestures on the board of just a figure in different twists and poses, and be like, okay, I've just given you a lesson on where all these muscles attach. Now let's see how. Let's see put it into action, and, and it's just amazing how he's got this kind of just these couple little tricks these connect the dot really it's connect the dot kind of tricks that made me go wow like it's I never how thought you look at it, at it, it a like lot that, right? Like, yeah it's yeah. perspective of and the that's situation. the whole thing it's a different sure. way of looking at it so I mean you can go to a you know a, 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 a dynamic anatomy school in Germany <laughs> and learn, and learn yeah. from the great European masters yeah. how to yeah. draw the figure but yeah. you know what sometimes just having you know someone with that much experience who draw like I've, I've watched Ty work in a realistic style I've watched him work in that Batman the animated style Right, but it's the way he can just compose a thing and and put a thing, put a figure down on that page. And you don't you don't question it. It's just it's there and it's beautiful and it's right. finished. It's right. in color. Right, there's just a real. Uh, it's been a really. It's been really good, man. I I, I really. I'm glad I, I never follow through on my promises, which is, you know, anyone who's followed <laughs> my, my comic book career can probably uh, attest to that in terms of my indie <laughs> presence. But um, but it's hard to it's hard to keep up the promises to yourself sometimes and I just I've always wanted to sometimes life to take gets in his the class. Way, but yeah. Yeah, and I it looked like yeah. I was gonna have a bit of a light summer and I thought, man, I gotta get out of the house once a week and just like chill cool. and you know, nice. go into the go into yeah. the city once a week and get over my fears about public transit and things like well, that. And that you, and you just, were know, you
2: were lit up like a little kid kid the night you came home from your first class, dude. Oh yeah. No, and, totally and you was, were man. you were blown away I mean if anything I think when we were talking, you were blown away at the uh, the genius of the simplicity oh, yeah. of what he showed you in the sense of you're like, yeah. Wow, that was like four dots and that all of a sudden like connected. Yeah. And, yeah. and when they moved, they all moved, right? Yeah. yeah. They moved, they moved, right? yeah. yeah.
0: He actually weird. would draw like dots on his arm and different points in his yeah. arm so that he'd show you like, you know, when your arm is supinated or pronated, or, yeah, or, or all yeah, these different, yeah. you know. And you know what I don't get?
1: Okay, fine art, you know, is considered
0: fine art or you know, whatever, like, yep, like for real sure. art or whatever.
1: And if you study the masters who have painted and the and the figure and you know all the sculptures and everything, but here's the thing I think about: when you see all these works of art, they're always stationary, or there's some dude just standing in a pose. There's no motion. There's no yeah. motion. No motion. The uh, comic book uh, art requires far more you know detail for sure you Uh, you got analytics you you got to go from you got to go
2: from one panel to another panel and you got to be able to say in that first panel you know where that character is going through something to, so be it throwing a punch or starting a run in that next panel. He's in that full run. You got to so, be able to get yeah, that
0: yeah, across. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's animation you know, and still pictures. Sure, right? yeah, it's absolutely. Stuff that isn't
1: realistically possible sometimes, oh, and you God, have no. to make no. it somehow no. make sense. No, like, how can it, it's such a cool balance? The way I love the fact that as geeks we love science. But we love make believe. But we need to. We have this undying need to make them meld. <laughs> they gotta work together. You know, that's right. Somehow we need to explain yes. why these ridiculous, yes. non-existent, non-possible powers yep. would work. Well, and this <laughs> is this, this is this is where continuity
2: <laughs> even comes into play in comics. Yeah. We're the ones that forced it in, right? Do we need totally.
0: another one? Sure. Another one. Anybody else? No, all good. Actually, all good. Nice. Good. Okay.
2: So yeah, I mean, you take continuity alone. it's yeah. <laughs> It's like. Yeah we as fans, we're the ones that thrust that upon the creators, really. Yeah. I mean, we had to make sure that, okay, well, wait a minute. Yeah. He can't, Superman can't have 18 powers, man, just on a whim to get him out <laughs> of a MacGuffin? That's yeah, crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, it's like, you know, I actually, and it's funny you mentioned fine art, because there's uh, one guy on the internet, and I found it by accident, or somebody sent it to me, and it was almost like they put these... Anime speed lines into these religious paintings and stuff. Oh, so wow. you know, when Jesus was walking across water and this picture. He was smoking. <laughs> he was smoking. He looked like the Flash, man. But you. he was static. The picture was the static picture. It's what they did with the backgrounds,
0: right? Crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, man. So many different uh, styles, and I, well, and I think you know, I think you can't really. There's no end to the different influences. I mean, I. I mean, I would have loved to have studied with you know Bernie Raisin if that was an option. I would have loved to have studied with different oh, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Ty's Welcome. been doing it for so long, and yeah, you know what, man? I think uh, it's you need to you need. I, I've been suffering from what I feel like has been uh, the uh, foot the foot the first footsteps of burnout lately. I've been feeling a real loss of passion and a real loss of uh, imagination in my work in, in my own personal reflection on my work anyway I don't know how it looks on the internet to you guys but right. sometimes it's a real struggle to even want to show it and I I think this class taking a class like Ty's class and I may take others because I really enjoyed this is a uh, it's just its just kind of it's just kind of lit some stuff up and maybe go sometimes okay sometimes you
1: need to you know yeah. relit the fire you gotta, gotta kind of unlearn to some things
0: yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta so unlearn some bad habits it's invigorating habits. you right yeah, man yeah. you, you know? gotta unlearn bad habits and learn pick up some new ones and then maybe try to like, you've been doing this a long time now too I know, I know. so you know you're gonna get to points like that you, you know? never stop learning though you know I think I think you can always pick up something and sometimes from the people you wouldn't expect you know oh yeah absolutely. so absolutely. as your buddy
2: not to put you on the spot <laughs> Do you think there's a correlation between your your loss of passion and in in the sense of the state of where comics lies now too?
0: Um yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, Not to make uh, you
2: say anything you don't want to say.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I, I'll i be honest. Like, you... I mean, I get my comics from you guys, so, like, I... And we have some good talks. Yeah, I mean, And we're of the I, same
2: uh, mind. And I'm pretty sure Jay's of the same well, mind, Well, this is too. what
1: I've, I've I've, seen, where I've tried to be patient, which I think Mike has had to, too. And you have shared on the show in the past, when we've chatted, about, you know, some things you've had to go through. Yeah. And you and your wife went through some times there. Yeah. And that puts a big kink in things. And yep. you end up, you know... Well, at this point, I gotta work. You gotta have your day job. You gotta do this, this, and that. Yep. I have felt the sense of that slowing down slightly as far as being a huge burden on your life. Yeah, it's and been. And you're slowly seeming to find the balance more? Yeah. I don't know if I'm. Yeah, on, I mean, but... there's
0: been a. It, it's, it, the exception of the past couple of weeks, the th- things in my day job have been. Have been very quiet this year so I've been able to get a lot more work done
2: but when things Um, happen they seem to be landmines when you get it when
0: you do discover a problem sometimes in the case of last week it was the entire week and it was a terrible week for it to happen because like Our good friends from uh, New Brunswick, Nick and Danica, came in, they wanted to get a new puppy, they flew in from Moncton, we had plans to like, you know, Erica was able to take them out and stuff, but like my grandmother was also in town, I hadn't seen her in a while, and she'd been her first time traveling this far away from her home in 20 years, and all this tragedy stuff was happening at the building, so I wasn't able to get any drawing done, first of all, but I certainly wasn't getting any, you know, anything else done. And it was just kind of an ugly... Uh, you I'm okay. Yeah? Uh, yeah. The margarita pizza has arrived.
1: Uh, How are you
0: doing, say?
1: We're doing wonderfully. Sir. You have another one if you want it there, brother. Uh, I would love another one. Yeah. I'll
0: get it. You wait here.
2: And, and, and <laughs> I'll I'll, I, hell, man, I, I understand. I'm bitter, too. I didn't get to meet Mr. Nick
0: Bradshaw. My wife did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, I deserve to meet that guy. Yeah, no, you know what, man? I so badly wanted... Well, that was the thing. I so badly wanted to bring him to the store, but we, we, we went picked them up at the airport the plan was to go from the airport to the to the uh, the dog breeder place, to get yeah. the dog and they could meet the dog and hang out with the dog and hang out with the breeder and all that stuff and then come back here have dinner and then they were going to make their way to toronto and then they're going to head home with a new puppy so when we got picked them up at the airport we were just coming through oakville when i got called to do an emergency at the building and that was just the, literally the first ring of what ended up being a whole week of just unbelievable yeah. fired safety tests and all kinds of you know, sleuthing, trying to find a leak in a system that wouldn't hold its pressure and right. the constant threat of fire trucks coming because the system is kind of old and easy to trip. Dumping and
2: buckets yeah. of water
0: every 10 it, minutes. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, it was just shows just, that, like,
2: yeah. everybody...
1: is. There's no formula to this. Unless you're, like, no. a single guy with no... friend And you're willing to sink your whole life into it. That's pretty much the only, like... Yeah, it's tough, man. Almost guaranteed Honestly, formula. Honestly, man. But, I mean, everybody else has got different yeah. situations everyone's
0: right? got there's guys who, who who draw you know a book a month and or more than a book a month and they got kids too like I don't know how people can yeah, manage yeah but they got awesome sugar mamas. who are like go <laughs> that's right. ahead be a comic creator and yeah you know like what that, right? I, I kind of had something yeah. like that for a long time too I mean Erica was the one who always had the you know had the, was always the dude with the job you know what I mean like right. the benefits and the, the full time gig and I was the guy chasing you know dreams and monsters down you know dark places and superheroes and stuff like that so you know, the shoe was sometimes on the other foot, but by and large, I only got here because she basically made it a, made it possible for, for that to happen. Now right, uh, things are a little bit different. Now we've had some shakeups, and you know, she's really happy in another job. Like, and, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm doing okay with this one. And, and yeah. comics has been good to me, lately This year, man, I've been doing a lot of great stuff. I've been feeling happy with the work I've been doing for Aftershock and some of these other people I've been working for but you've been doing some amazing work thanks dude. man it's incredible and people love it you're you're
2: you're <laughs> huge yeah. on Instagram you're, you're, you're on that precipice dude I keep saying man oh yeah, oh, you
0: know, yeah. You, your wings have just sprouted well they've yeah. been very kind to me you know? the work's been the work's been great I've been, they've, they've given me a lot of free reign in what I'm going to draw and.
1: you're on a level with me with guys like uh, Jim Toe you heard of Jim Toe I think so yeah, on, yeah. just got his break you know, he's done some stuff to the point. What's going on? No, I'm go ahead. What are you waiting for? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh uh, this is going to take another five minutes. No. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, we're chatting on. I'm telling you. Right, so you're telling Hold on. I'm being told to finish my story
2: <laughs> Get that beer in, your boy.
1: <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. He did it.
0: Actually, speaking of... Uh, you're strict around. Speaking of Aftershock, I just wanted to give you these for... Being a solid dude, oh, and for always shabby. being a always, uh, always being a good voice for the indie creator, and oh. being uh, being that guy that you know that we can count on to uh, cover uh, cover the story. And uh, oh, anyway, shucks. this is uh, Baby Teeth One and Two. That's amazing. Uh, Donnie Case is the writer. Gary Brown's the amazing artist. These are two variant covers he did for uh, Frankie's Comics. Um, They're gorgeous. And this is the famous lenticular cover, oh, which look is at the, that. which is the. Uh,
1: Mother Mary and issues, uh, There was 33, things. I wow. think,
0: 31 or 33 variants for issue one. <laughs> really? I did, I did three variants for okay. it. Um, but this is this is the one that's kind of the most oh, special because wow, it's man. a lenticular yeah. piece. But uh, that's that was long. a blast. Lord. Oh my, uh, I'm thank thank happy to sign so them much, for you, dude. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's gorgeous. No, enjoy, man. Look no, it's you. a great company, and they've been awesome people to work with. And they treated
1: you well, man. I've been very lucky. You. I got
0: uh, Stefan Nilson's my 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 main kind of my main man at the company. He's been an awesome dude. And uh, just a great guy to work with, and a great guy to conceptualize with, and um, yeah, man, it's I'm super cool, stoked. Man. So that gorgeous. second issue, actually, that's the weird. That was a weird misprint oh, issue because yeah. there, there's actually a glow-in-the-dark cover, but this one didn't have the glow-in-the-dark material printed on it. Ooh, um, so it's a so rarity. it could be a bit of a rarity. Yes, uh, nice. it could be. Um, but uh, there is some glow-in-the-dark ones on the way, apparently. So very cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. That's great, nice, man. Um, but, like I'm saying, you're on a level with, yeah, of course, sign these players up. Um, Jim Toe, an artist from Michigan, amazing yeah. dude, and he had done on his own some Youngbloods art. Yeah. Where he just revamped the team. So he did his version of a revamp and puts it out on Twitter and tweets it at Rob Liefeld and is just like, yeah, hey, I just did this for fun. Check it out. Right? So, what happens? Rob Liefeld tweets back at him, we should talk. Yeah. And it's the anniversary, right? 25th yeah. anniversary. That's right. And everything. And, uh, yeah, so it worked out. And he's working on the uh, revamp of Youngbloods. <laughs> no
0: kidding. Just because
1: he yeah. tweeted him his picture at him. And no, you know Not what? that it this guy's, it's not, this guy's, he might even heard of him. Like, he's kind of on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. He could have heard of you, you know? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be out of this... Universe for Rob Liefeld to have heard the
0: name Mike Ruth. No, we actually shared, basically shared a table at last year's Fan Expo. Yeah, yeah. Or not Fan Expo or Toronto Comic Con. One of them. Yeah, it last was, years, yeah, last year's Comic it was Con, Expo. I think here, or
1: me was Fan Expo. I think it was Fan Expo. It'd probably be the bigger one. One of the two, yeah. Too, but yeah, very and they're, very they're, nice yeah. guy. Oh yeah,
0: unbelievable I with his heard with that. his yeah. uh, with his customers. Yeah, I mean he had he had a lineup that went around the building basically all weekend long. He was he gave time and was genuine, like just generous with everybody Thank there. You. That's um, awesome. Yeah, man, really cool guy. Yeah, and, and uh, from
2: my standpoint in the store on a whim i brought in five copies of that young blood book that we're talking about okay yeah I sold them all wow i sold one copy of hellboy <laughs> and five copies of young blood i was like i'm i'm in the 90s again i'm
1: going That's back times, i'm eh? just going yes, right sure. through yeah, yeah, totally but tried. yeah
2: and i mean i looked through it and
1: you know it's an all right yeah. book man it's an all right book um. Uh, my guy I'm waiting for to bust right now, and he's starting to, uh, is Ryan Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I have no favorite. Ryan Lee's you know, one of the nicest you. guys in the road, man. I love you all, but Ryan Lee, just like per, for my own personal cup mm-hmm. of tea, is like, he's like that dream artist who draws the things your eyes want to sure, look man. at. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we always hone in on to something, not, right? it's weird because it's not really, I'm not the hugest fan, I, I mean, I am a fan of, but the biggest part I'm a fan of is not just his comic work, even though the naturals and everything he's done is great. It's his just his sketches. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see his, his Inktober sketches he's Inktober's guy just not
0: just the quality of the
1: the technique and everything but the ideas I told him when
0: I saw him I said dude you literally I saw him in Seattle I believe I said dude you literally won Inktober oh yeah like he butchered everybody in Inktober I mean I did I did it Conan like I was right in my element I did Conan every day for Inktober this year (laughs) didn't quite hit all 30 but damn near got it but that guy every day just opened up my brains with the stuff he was drawing just ripping stuff out right so crazy man yeah Loved it. I got
1: lucky that he's a hard, forgetful artist. Thank you, Ryan, for (laughs) listening to this. But I hit him up a bunch of while ago to ask for an elegant weapon commission. Sweet. Right? I said, uh, uh, you know, I I send one, I know you're busy, blah, 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 that Mm -hmm. whole message. And he got back. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't hear back for a long time. I know because he's busy, blah, 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 forgetful as you guys are. And, uh... (laughs) I hit him up maybe three months later, and I'm like, so, what do you think about that or whatever? Because he had said yes. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he did not not get back to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I totally can do that commission for you, blah, blah, blah. And, he, uh, you know, three months later, I'm like, so... And he hits me up, and he's like, dude, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 and, you know, I'll get right on it whenever. And I'm like, how much? He's like, nothing. Like, you waited, I blah, 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 and then you're a friend, blah, blah, blah. And... I was just like, well, okay. Because I'd pay a lot of money for yeah, for the sure. original. For sure. And uh, I said, I want a stoned elf. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want nice. a stoned, like, Jedi elf. And if you, I don't know, have you seen the picture? I had it online. I'll send it to you if you haven't seen it specifically. Yeah, sure like I've dwarf seen it. Yeah, am pretty sure It's, yep. yep. it's sweet, man. Theme, yes, yes. It yes, it's you, dude. <laughs> it's
2: unbelievable. No, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's you. It's too cool. So when you was get was off so this kind, mic and you walk around the corner, that's you. Yeah, <laughs> completely, Pretty
1: much. I just saw him at WedCon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah our good friend Derek Becker. Comic so pros and cons. So was that a wedding comic con? Yes. No, it was a wedding. Okay. But everyone there Words was comic. part of the con family. Love it. So in the beginning, when it got announced, just by jokes, we started calling it Wedcon. When well, yeah, it yeah, yeah, it. man. And then it started snowballing. That's to funny. the point where we like, we should make badges that say, like, best <laughs> man and all yeah. this stuff. We didn't get around to that point. But we just kept playing up. And every single, it was cool, because every single person who went to that wedding... At some point, use the hashtag #WedCon. Nice. Like if you go onto Facebook and put in hashtag #WedCon, it's all going back like there. Hundreds of yeah, posts and yeah. people like asking, like, "Is this a con we missed?" Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the, the names like Ryan Lee was there, Ryan mm-hmm. Stegman was there. You know what I mean? Jay fosgett was there. Yep. Dan Doherty, Dirk Manning, like all these people were there. And it was brilliant because each table was covered in brown paper rolls Sweet. and uh, a cup of Sharpies. Amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the stuff that came out of that wedding, and here's a beautiful thing, when you fill a room with professional, big two, comic creators, and it's not for pay or job or anything, yep. it's just for fun. For the You give love. them the, pen, the paper and the pen and mm-hmm. some beer and some food, they still end up drawing <laughs> dozens and dozens. Of penises. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Nothing but yep. penises. Yep. For the, everywhere. Get <laughs> <laughs> <Dick> con. <laughs> but now we're talking about who's got to get married next year because we want a wed con. 2018. Mm-hmm. Now hey, we all want to do it. this every you gotta year. Gotta get right? somebody.
0: Yeah. Bye. I'm okay actually. She wants to know
1: Which one was hers? This one. Uh, or this that, one? one?
0: that one probably was hers. Yeah. All right
1: then. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. So. Let's get a little Aaron Groverman on his ass here. <laughs> Where are you born? Where'd you start? What's your deal? I was born in Toronto. Oh, yeah, Downtown lived, kid? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Right I was on. born in Mount Sinai in uh, the right on University Avenue. Wow, and that was in uh, 1968. <laughs> You're gonna edit that one out, but uh, yeah, uh, live there pretty much Victoria Park and Danforth until I was about 13. Right on. Uh, moved to Scarborough. Then, Scarborough before Scarborough was Scarborough. Okay. Um, you know, Wait I Wait grew- a
1: minute. There was a time before Scarborough <laughs> Yeah, yeah, was Scarborough. yeah. Yeah, I mean... the <laughs> demonic was, place was it yeah. then? <laughs>
2: I, I was part of that that age that in Scarborough, we, we didn't actually know it was bad because we lived there. Right. By the end, yeah, we got it, right? But um, then by way of, you know... Geez, I lived in, uh, so many places. I lived in Texas for four years. What? What about yeah. you in Texas? What's that? You we won't even want to get okay. into that story. Let's just say That's it was... a whole other a, show. I was a hero to my sister. How about okay. that? My right baby on. sister. Sure, sure, sure. You know?
1: Who apparently I went to high school. Yeah, who apparently went to high school with. That's Marks right. What, what? Yeah. So, yeah,
2: I mean, and then, uh, my relation to comics, um... Which is, it's kind of a cool story, and I'm really proud to tell this story. Why not? My first comics uh, came to me probably at the age of eight, and they were always coverless. So I didn't have that, um, that, that, that 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 thing to pull me into the book. It was just, I read it. Now, my old man drove truck for years and years. He retired, you know recently, you know, in the last 10 years.
1: Were these the Returns what? then or something? Exactly, okay, back yeah. in the day, where the newsstand... The cleaners, that's right, the that's right. Great.
2: So he used to um, drop gas at a paper pulping place, and I believe it was on Front Street, pretty much in the Skydome area back in the day. And he used to bring all the coverless comics home that some guy down there would give him. That's amazing! So that was my first exposure to comics. And then, I guess I was about... 10, 11, and this is back in the day where, you know, when we lived on Dawes Road, just off of Victoria Park, there used to be a convenience store up the street, Busy B, and my dad would send me and the the middle child, my sister, Shannon, at the time, Sundays, it was his only day home, he'd send me up to get a pack of smokes for him, back in the day.
1: You know, oh, at I my mom would send me yeah. you know note, right? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So yep. I, used I was to in go... like grade, literally. I was think I was in grade one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I was yeah, like five yeah. or six. Absolutely. Yeah. I
2: mean, and you know, he knew I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But beyond the point, my old man used to say to me, "You can go up there, and you can have the change, but you can't buy candy. You can't buy gum. You can't buy pop." So I knew what he was doing. So I'd buy a comic book And It's kind of funny Because I've had this conversation With Mike When I was buying comics Back then I can remember What my first comic was my, The first comic I bought Was Iron Man 119 On my own That wow. was the first one I ever bought on my own But the thing is The following couple weeks I went up There was no Iron Man Because it was on a spinner rack So you gambled, right? Sure So I got into Thor And, and every time I kept going in I knew Thor was there And I kept buying Thor and buying Thor and buying Thor because it was always there. Nobody else was reading it, right? So I got into Thor, and I mean, now I have an awesome collection of Thor. I mean, I have a run of Thor (laughs) that people would probably... Was he into
1: comics, your dad?
2: I'm going to tell you how my dad got into comics. So I was fortunate in the sense of all my comics I ever had kind of growing up, I still have. That's an incredible feat. We all hear stories about moms through the mouth. Or dads threw them out in a fit of anger or just get rid of this trash, it's only paper, whatever. Well, when my mom first met my old man, when they were in their teens, the first time my mom went to my dad's house, he had stacks. And I mean, you can't see my hand, but I'm talking like a foot and a half. Three and a half feet up. Yeah, stacks (laughs) and stacks of comics in his apartment he had with his buddy and my mom was mortified because it looked like basically just piles of newspaper, but it was comic books. Right. Slowly as my mom got to know my dad, he didn't know how to read. My mom taught my dad how to read through reading those comics. So I was fortunate what? in the sense of, my dad looked at the pictures of comics. Which is, he learned how to read through comic books, and my mom had an affection for comics, and never would throw them out on me.
1: This is incredible. Because so she
2: w- she she taught him how to read through those things. She knew what an important tool. Where did it could he be.
1: come out of? Was it just like a poor background, or my dad, had to work so he couldn't go to school? Like my, why why could he not read? My my dad was born in. Um, uh, Beaverbank,
2: nova scotia okay with a small little town and they moved to toronto at some time and if if i I would butcher the dates even even attempting to remember but uh they both kind of lived somewhat in cabbage town down right on yeah yeah yeah, you know my mom lived in riverdale park before riverdale park was what it was and uh it was just, my dad was working at, like, 15. He was driving uh, a truck and delivering cigars at 19, working for a tobacco company. Yeah. And that's when he met my mom. So it was like, you know what? He, he comes from that that type of family that it was like, you know, get out there and provide. Get get out there and take care of yourself. And, I mean, times were different, right, in yeah. the sense of what we live in now. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, like crazy. yeah. I mean, and that's... It's a sweet
1: story. Though. It's an
2: awesome story, yeah. right?
1: Are your parents still around? Oh yeah, yeah. Still yeah, yeah, my parents are in their seventies. Yep. Wow. That's yep.
2: adorable. Yep. Where are they yep. now? They're in, they live in Fort Erie and okay. we go out every couple weeks to see them. Right I are. mean, you know, in sweet love. Yeah, I mean I'm sure they'd like to strangle each other as any parents would <laughs> yes, but, nice. you know. It's it's <laughs> It's the comfort zone, but yeah, I mean, you know, great
1: they're great. Way to get into comics,
2: man! But, absolutely, yeah. and I mean, this is what is always held, and and this is where my Still ripping passion. ripping the
1: covers off books and yeah. giving them to my kids.
2: You know, this, and this is where I think my passion has grown so much in what I do now, like where I work at the store. I mean, like I said to you earlier off the air, you know. Could I have worked in a comic store at sixteen? Yeah, but but I was a dickhead. No right. different than you were a dickhead sure. at sixteen. Totally. You know, <laughs> we, we had no business doing anything back then. Not at all. You know, we were still on the leash, right? Yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, I, I just feel I'm really fortunate in the sense that I've come full circle sure. in that comic book world. You know, I mean, and guys like like Mike and guys like yourself. I mean, you know what? You do guys like me as a retailer. A great service, man. You know, you're out there and you're talking it all the time. Sure. Even when we're just talking, talking, dude. We're right. talking, right? Right. And Mike, Mike Mike is my sounding board and I'm his sounding board. We have a lot of deep conversations about, you know, how we feel about comics and, you know, what we'd like, but also understanding that what we like can't be... what everybody likes. I think think the
0: thrust of our conversations always come back to the simple fact which is true in comics as it's true in life is that you really just can never go home. No, you can't. I mean, those beautiful things that that I loved about uh, the Marvel Universe as a kid I, I can't return to any more than I can return to you know, eating a giant bowl of, uh, you know, honeycombs in the morning and watching Thunder on TV, uh, you know. Well, like that... It's, to me, to me, there is I have uh, to admit, I spend a lot of Saturday mornings watching retro cartoons oh, and no, eating I absolutely! Right, right, I'm man. just talking yeah, about sure.
1: that, that kind but of that purity the, of the, the past. You, you know, know what it is? I was thinking about this the other day, too, because I was watching my kid, you know, sleep till noon all summer and stuff and enjoying the summer and it feeling forever, is that... Uh, the blissful ignorance of the future. Yes, like for sure. The yeah. na- next week for doesn't sure. matter. No, you're just in this state of it's like a Zen state of childhood of being in the here, Absolutely. in the now, and it being a beautiful thing. I yeah, totally man. hear what those, you're those saying. golden yeah.
2: that golden age, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, though. I mean, I really believe in my heart of hearts. I mean, you know, with seeing everything that comes in that store and getting the opportunity that other people don't have, and I get it because it's budgetary. To be able to read everything. And there's guys like Charlie Fish and Jeff Parker that have, you know, a great instinct for telling stories we remember. Mm-hmm. And just like Charlie Fish on this Scooby-Doo team-up which is basically every, every episode of Scooby-Doo we've seen with him teamed up with Phyllis Diller to the Harlem Globetrotters. It's just
0: throwing it together with the DC heroes,
2: and it's the purity. Mm -hmm. And sure, you can say that's an all-ages title, but that's true. It is all-ages. Not a kid's book. That is all-ages. And I mean, someone like the three of us can sit back, and it's a palate cleanser, and it's like... You can be transported for like 10 Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely.
1: Do you know why it's weird for me, this Spider Man thing right now? Because everybody's Whoa. got their different eras. And I saw Homecoming, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Super fun, awesome movie. But we're at the point now, after decades, where mm, not my Spider Man. Yeah. I was 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. When McFarlane took over. Sure. Right? And that was just after I had gotten into comics. He yeah. took over and like. 296 or 298? 298, yeah. I remember that. The two chance issues before the 300th. And I remember being, going down to Stock Convenience in Clarkson. (laughs) We had to buy our comics at the convenience store. I didn't know about comic shops yet. No, yeah. And I was... Okay, let me go back to when you said about your first comic. My first comic I ever got when I was very, very young was we were driving to the cottage up in Baysville. Stopped at the store and I needed reading material. My parents bought me couple Archie books mm-hmm. and a Green Lantern core book. Yep. And that was my first comic book. Yep. And I just loved it. I thought that there were different I'd known Green Lantern from like Super Friends and sure. the cartoons. But I didn't realize this world of it's a core. Look yeah. at these that other book Green
0: yeah. Lantern yeah. the, the can, can open, open, didn't oh, it? Yeah. Cuz you only got yeah. a little bit of screen time with each of these amazing weird lanterns right? you want more and more of that that's how I got
1: into comics but then you know you get drift or whatever but then I had friends in like middle school and we started a comic club where like five (laughs) of us would just hang out in in each other's bedrooms talking swapping comics and learning about and that's how I've learned a lot of what I know not necessarily from having read the stories but sitting around with my friends and showing each other stuff and being like did you know Captain America because I never bought Captain America I never read it but I knew the history because I had one friend who was all about it. It was the verbalization. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, so so McFarlane takes over Spider-Man. I just started getting into comics because I had been collecting Mad Magazine for years. Mm. You know, I was <laughs> obsessed with Mad Magazine on every issue for like years. And then I saw this thing and I was like, Why is he shooting barbed wire out of his wrist? Yeah. yeah. What's going on? I yeah. really that was literally the thought. That brought me really back into Spider-Man. Sure. And I saw Chance like shooting down and fighting with the webs. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I gotta find out why he's shooting barbed wire. Yep. Yeah. And I got hooked. Oh yeah. And started buying McFarlane. Man, so it was such a drastic. That's my Spider Man the like giant eyes. Sure, yeah, and uh, for sure, and the, sure. And he was never a teenager in my life. Dude, I remember. He was married no, to Mary. Jane. Exactly. He yeah. had, you know, he was I remember a great issue of McFarlane's when he was. He flew all the way, he was flying from, some, from New York to BC. And there was an old man in a chair beside him. And this old man told him the story of back in the war. When he was trouble, lost in the wood, or whatever, and this naked, hairy, crazy man with claws saved him. Yeah. And at the end, you see Peter on the plane,
0: and he realizes it's Logan. it yeah. is. And that
1: simple yeah. little one-issue-off
0: story, I'll no never forget. Touch how amazing Spider-Man was in those days. Like that was—I don't. I haven't yeah. read it in years, so I can't speak to it now. I know Dan Slott's done some amazing stuff, and I did enjoy a little bit of the, you know, the Superior Spider-Man run. That was—that was people a bit like of fun. that, man. But, was, you know, when I was a kid, yeah. I remember being eight years old. Walking into a corner store, it was a Big V Variety or something like that. They had some comics there. I think it was Big V. It may not have been Big V. No, it wasn't. It was in St. Catharines. Anyway, it was a convenience store. I walked in there, and I saw that first episode, that first issue of the Black Spider-Man. Yes. The reek the, when he shows up in the blacks, and, and I and I, I remember. Freezing. We were. I was into Transformers. I didn't care, but I was. I was a Spidey guy from from the, the moment I. I Kids, it's kind of your first superhero. It, like it is. Like Spidey's dude, especially yeah. when like I watched that the, the sixty eight yeah. series every uh, every lunch oh, hour every did. day. Of course, right? So, so when I walked into the store and I saw that black costume. I went into a freak out rage. I had to grab the comic and yeah, I, I, told my, I told my friends to stop and wait because I had to figure out what the hell was going on because suddenly. Not that I didn't like the costume, but the idea that maybe it wasn't Peter Parker. What happened? That maybe that's it right. wasn't a it was, it was a different Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know. Like until that's I figured right. out that oh she called him Peter. Okay, we're good. Yes. And I put it back yeah. on the <laughs> shelf. Yeah. And then it was good, you yeah. know. Yeah. But I had to know that it was still Peter and everything was still cool because th- that's how important that universe was to me, even on the fringe. Because I mean sure. and when I was eight years old, Transformers was brand new. Yeah. G.I. Joe was hitting hard. Right. You know, I just got my snake Hold eyes you, action right? figure. I am forty two as How old you week. up? Forty-eight, going on
1: forty-nine. All right, well, I'm forty, so that's a good range, though. Yeah, sure. You were a bit no, older. No, it's absolutely. This yeah, yeah, is where the yeah, great conversations
2: is, come from. Yeah. Man. Sure, sure. I mean, because so our, our realistically, is staggered. Our generation. Thing. Yeah, but it's still in that. Yeah. In that yeah. Think about yeah. our generation, right? Yeah. I mean, what we were exposed to. We were exposed to
1: great, great things, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, this like, is how you're luckier. The the first Star Wars I can remember seeing is Jedi. I bet you remember the first. I was nine, man. That's right. I was six when I saw Jedi That's right. Amazing. That's right. That's the first one I remember physically going to the theater and seeing. But let me tell you how I discovered comic uh, shops. Yeah, yeah. Was South Common Mall. Oh, one million comics. I'm there with my mom getting (laughs) a (laughs) haircut. And I'm walking down and I see this place. And I'm no like, what the heck is this? They sell comics, right? And it's I thought this comics. was the only comic shop that existed. <laughs> yep. I didn't think this was... A, I yep. didn't know. I didn't, re- you know. So after that, I've been reading. And then I found out about the wedding issue. Oh, yeah. Right? And I was collecting back and stuff at that point. I had started my first comic collection. Yep. All I wanted was this wedding issue with them... In the dress and everything on the front, with the Spider-Man face behind them, the white cover. Yep. All I wanted, so I was like, "Mom, we gotta find this. Like, what can we do? You know?" I'm back. She's
0: back.
1: Wrapping it up then? Huh? Uh, you
0: Want any more pizza, man? You gonna no, know? I'm Are good. You, sure? I'm you know what? Uh, on this one. I'm thinking over to her if she's got any left. wrap them both together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give take me take the it to the too. wife. Oh, uh, you're going to have a beer, sir. I will have one more. You're gonna have one more? Uh I'm good actually. I have some more water. that sure. Yes. That'd be great. Okay. Come on. Give me <laughs> oh, I'll get too groggy.
1: So I want the wedding issue. Yes. And I'm like,
0: Mom, what am
1: I going to do? How can I find, an, you know, a thing? How do I do it? Yeah. Yeah, and she pulls out the phone book, and she goes to comic shops. And she's like, well... And she, and I'm just like... <gasps> oh, yeah.
0: What? Brain. There's like
1: six <laughs> <sex> in Mississauga. <laughs> like, we're spoiled. Now we were spoiled. Then we've yep. always had a lot of comic shops. So she's like, let's go. My mom was awesome. My mom is awesome. And yeah. She was like, if I wanted something... My mom was most awesome when it came to collections. I think she's got a bit of that in her. Yeah, sure. Because you got to have a thing. Yeah, like He-Man was my biggest thing as a kid, of all things. Yeah, and I I wanted to have every He-Man that existed. And my mom got into it and wanted me to have every. So she would take me to Toys R Us, trying to find the whatever figure I couldn't find. Right. So we went for a drive one Saturday. She's like, "Let's check out some comic shops," and we went to Altered States. Yeah, and she's like, "There's one down the road on Lakeshore. Let's go see that." So I walked in there, and I was just like, "Oh!" Yeah. And this was the first little shop that was in the, it was on the south side of Lakeshore. It's, in the it's old now strip next to the, the yeah. tiny strip yeah. store they had. Yeah. Uh, that was when I discovered Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Never heard of Ninja Turtles? On <laughs> yeah. the first Eastman, like you know, Laird issues. So awesome. So we go around to a few, still haven't found it. So we try one more. It's in Cothra, and it's called the Comic Den. Okay. Doesn't exist anymore. They were in the house. Yes. Off that little side street. Yeah, man. Yes, they were. Yeah. Went in there, flipping through to Spidey, found the wedding issue. That's what really catapulted it. From then on, I was at Altered States on a weekly
0: basis Amazing. For, since then. yeah. When all you thanks find to my that,
1: mom. Yeah. Absolutely thanks to my mom. When you find sure. that
0: Shangri-La place, man, like See, my buddies we, all knew where the comic shop was not in, in St. Catharines. Yeah. And their parents were happy to drive them there. My dad worked morning and night. He had two jobs. And so my mom didn't drive. And so getting downtown was a big deal for me. It was like going to Toronto or going to Hong Kong. It was you a big to deal. Just, Street. Just, going, just going down to St. Paul Street <laughs> to Lens Odds and Ends. And uh, and I remember going there my first time with my buddy, and like going on the bus with his mom and stuff. And I was a little kid, and I remember I think X Factor had just come out or something like mm-hmm. that. But uh, it was uh, it was the, it was that lore the, the getting in there and having a guy at the cash mm-hmm. who could tell you about all these things, and and and, and actually yeah. gave a shit and actually read the comics and actually. I could tell you, like, I'm, he, I was like, I heard the Hulk was, I think years later, I walked into another shop, I'm like, I heard the Hulk was gray. He goes, the Hulk is gray. He's like, but did you know that the Hulk was originally gray? And I'm like, what? what? He goes, yeah, the first issue, he yeah. was gray. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I was into the lore. And then he's like, yeah, and the colorist made a mistake because it was, they, he thought it said G, and it was supposed to be G-R for gray. And so he colored him green instead of gray. Uh, and the comic went bananas because he was suddenly green. And I'm a sitting color there, mistake. And I'm yeah. sitting there just saying with attention, like, you got to be kidding me this is amazing yeah you know so it was it was i love that and then yeah i was kind of going on a little tear no but that no but you know that's, that's it dude beautiful. i mean that's that that's comic of, that, that, that that having that that dude who knows his thing and gets you inspired i mean rob's the guy like when you go to the comic con and that's comic what i was Connection, gonna say man what you're saying right now guru, right? what you're
2: saying right now that's what helps me sleep at night, dude? Being that guy, <laughs> no, you know. The thing is, for every is, little like, yeah. kid, every forty-year-old, yep. every young girl that comes in kind of timid, thinking she's coming into this, this, this crazy man cave, right? Mm-hmm. To get in there and be like, hey, it's all Thank good. You. This is a safe space. Let's talk Thank comics, man. Right on. And blowing people's minds. Man. Yep. You know. I mean, I, I, I never thought in a million years that. The person that blew my mind with comics, that I'd be that guy so many years removed, right? And, And be able to hand that comic to a kid and his face lights up. Oh, yeah. To the point that the comic isn't cool. I'm the cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's like yeah. you know, and you gotta keep it in check, right? Because you yeah. just you just wanna just right in front of that kid you're, ah! yeah, yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. No, that's one reason why I love all the shops along yeah. here. We got beautiful shops. Your shop is amazing, Gotham Central, what a party. And but the thing about altered states, and of course I'm a little biased because it's been my LCS.
0: You know what? I'm 13. gonna I'm gonna
2: tell you a secret, man. Yeah. Altered states is my store too. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> All right. Terrible. All
2: right. No. All right. No. Okay. Right. I, I work for Rich, and right. Comma Connection is my store. I work there. Yeah. But you gotta remember, before I even reached. The Oakville Burlington area. Not this far you know, yeah. we were living in Mississauga, and right Altered States
1: you. You was yeah. my
2: place. I yeah. mean, I even remember that there was some guy who opened up small a small little place in that plaza on Truscott a yeah. long time ago by the, the food. Place. Yeah, the Ford. Ford, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and like my, yeah. my my sister lived no, around wait, the corner. Your
1: comics? Moved in there for a bit, I for think. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and there was also, like, the arcade place. Yeah, man. It's the Trevi's, the right, place. Right, Yeah, yeah. yeah you which know. my friend Joe from high school bought, and now it's Joe's, uh, Joe Papa's pizza thing. Yeah. But absolutely, dude. The reason I love them is, of course, I'm biased. History have been going there forever. And these guys, and they'll be fine with me saying this are the most prototypical stereotypical comic book guys. Yep. You'll ever find. Yep. You know, two giant nerds who don't care, two brothers who run this yep. place and know everything you could ever possibly Between them both, no one on a fucking know, right? Yep. And I've asked them and they're fully open about it cuz this is 30 years, I think. I think this year or next year is 30 years open. Wow. And these are the kind of guys who no flash no, nope. no events. They'll have signings, free comic book day. They mm-hmm. have Adam Gorman and Stephanie Lyon awesome. and you know, you know, you'll be, you can easily drop in there to buy your comics and see Ty Templeton hanging out. Absolutely, because Clarkson Kid, Ty, Ty, yep. Ty yep. Templeton, that's right, mm-hmm. and. Uh, And you know, so they don't do big events or whatever. I mean the the beautiful thing about their free comic book day is none of those, you know, sometimes you gotta set rules, you know, buy two this, skip that, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. These guys
1: buy all the comics you can get, stick them on a table, and say, here you go.
0: That's what these guys do. You know, only when someone comes and battles a book. I do the same. Yeah, yeah. I
2: do the same. Beautiful. But I mean, all our customers, they 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 get it. I mean, I've I've trained our customer base, in a nice. great way, in a great way, Yeah. that, you know what, number one, it's for the kids. Right on, the, the, These companies are doing it for the kids, and yeah. then for either the laps reader, yeah, or the Carlos new reader. of
1: Gotham's very for the kids, yeah. too. You he have to be, man. I mean, that is yeah. our future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And not that Alter State's not about the kids, but they're just not... About anything. Do you know what yeah, I mean? They're I get just it. like the the most basic like sure they have toys and stuff because that's the times now. Yep. But they're just a comic shop. They're just two guys slinging books. And the cool thing is, they've shared their secret with me. And it's not like really a secret, but they talk about it and they said it's the ordering and knowing your clients. They have spent thirty years. Judging the trends, judging yep. what their customers are going to want. I often go in there, pick up my pull list, and there's things that I didn't write down. Mm-hmm. But yep. they were like, we thought you'd like that. And I'm you know what? Right. And
2: Jay, I'll be honest, that's how yeah. I roll. And that is a beautiful way to do it.
1: Man. You know, yeah. I read mean, anyone complain. I can go no. three months without picking up my yep. pull list and owe them like $150. Yep. And, you know, they're like, eh, we, you know, we got that figured out. You know, you'll see all these articles online of like, yeah. newbies or like five, ten-year-old yeah. shops freaking out that you didn't pick up your pull list, man.
2: <laughs> I literally have pull lists. When I pull it out of the box, it's a blank card. Okay. It's a blank card because those customers have put their trust in me that I know what's in their wheelhouse wow. to put in there.
1: That is cool. And they come back. Man. That is a relationship.
2: And like I said, what helps me sleep at night, you know, you, you know what, I'm going to be a bit of a dick right now. What vindicates me <laughs> is those people coming back uh-huh. and picking this 5'2 little midget up and swinging them around saying, thank you, thank you. Sure. It's almost like a full-on kiss sometimes. <laughs> but you know what? It's a great feeling, man. Oh, yeah. people it's want to discover awesome beautiful
1: stuff, and if you're and like you're, their gatekeeper for that... Yeah, and like course, you said, yeah. with
2: Altered States, you know, I've mentioned this to Mike, and this may take a... You know, okay, we're, we're having a great time now, and this may take a turn to somewhere where we're not about ready to venture, but <laughs> I've I've said to Mike on numerous occasions, you know... Rich has been in business for 30-plus years now.
1: Okay, it laid out for me, though, because I don't know the deal. Who owns and runs Rich, Comic Rich Connection? is the boss. Rich yeah. is the boss, okay.
2: Yeah. Um, the original Comic Connection actually was owned by an older lady who actually had a fabric store on Royal Windsor and had a comic store in the back. What? And I remember going to that.
1: Where on Royal Windsor?
2: Uh, small little plaza... Um, really that's all industrial yeah yeah Yep. just as it comes into you know where where it all of all of a sudden becomes lakeshore and starts curving down yeah you know where the roller rink and stuff is in that area right now here's the thing my mom is always sewn so she was like i'm going to the fabric store i'm like i'm going with you man oh that works out right so yeah (laughs) you know and rich when she ended up moving to kerr street here Rich worked for her and him and his buddy ended up buying it. His buddy got out and Rich ran it alone and I think he went from what three different places on Kirst Street. Yeah, just literally bounced across before the a times. he finally I ended up there. Up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then
0: twenty two years or more and yeah. then they moved to the one up the, and they've been there since two thousand. Yeah,
2: and I came on okay. yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, I came on in two thousand and eleven. Yeah. And started and I mean that was that that was you know what, I get to give Rich more credit than I can give anybody because um, how I even got my job at the store um, when I was working at my last job and I was miserable, you know, we've all been there I was getting my comics via a subscription service so they are coming to the house Right. and I said to my wife one day I said, you know what, I miss You miss the, the search? Yeah, the yeah So she was like, well, where do you want to go? And I said, you know what? I remember going to Comic Connection when I was a younger man. I said, I remember coming out to Oakville from Mississauga and going to Comic Connection. I said, that's where I'm going to go. I said, because... I am not going to name those guys but anyway the other store the other alternative I was not going to shop at. No. Okay. I had some bad experiences there and mm-hmm. you know um, Enough said. To this day I'm still putting band-aids on people's experiences with them but anyway. Yeah, right, right. So I went there and uh, I started to get familiar with Rich and Pat and I remember coming in one Saturday and I said I'm looking for something specifically and what I was looking for was the Superman Confidential mini-series, 12-inch okay. mini-series. Yeah. So Rich looked at me and he said, well, it might be in the basement. You can go check down there. Well, I oh went my God, the to basement. the basement, Uh-oh. and I was Pardon me, but I was fucking mortified. So <laughs> that <laughs> all these comics
0: were there, and there was no love. Let me let me, keep oh, it me was let me let me paint one of you like, a
1: Like secondhand no. shop, oh. you stacks picture, of shit dude. everywhere. So oh. it was a pretty oh, yeah.
0: derelict yeah. spot to begin with. With the basement, the basement was jam packed. It was loaded with stuff, and there was gold down. There. Yep. Oh, but it was not... A single thing was sorted. Nothing was in range. Nothing was even remotely close OCD, together. Man. Yeah, it would. dude, like, they would... I would go down... Because I was hunting down... About a year before I met Rob, I was going on a mad hunt trying to get the remaining issues of Miracle Man from the original run that I didn't have. So I was hunting all over the place. And I kept on coming to the shop. And they would say, Oh, it might be in the basement. I remember going to the basement door and looking down the stairs. And halfway down the stairs, the, 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 the stairs were buried with boxes. And, and so you would have to crawl through boxes even to get to the floor. But you couldn't see the floor for It became comics. a super slide. You couldn't yeah. see the floor awesome. for comics. And so I, I, I kind of was like, oh, man, I'm not, it's a 300-pound it's a, a dude. It's a health hazard <laughs> to go down these stairs. So I came back inside. I was like, ah, maybe another time. And Pat was like, I know we have some down there. I just, I've seen them down there, but, yeah, I haven't been down there. It, dude, you know. Anyway, enter Rob about a year later. Did you fix it? And he was like, he looked down yeah, there and, and he was like, so I don't know satisfying. I'll let him tell the story, but all I know is he showed up at that store and three months later or so he emerged from that basement. And the basement was organized the basement looked like a beautiful mini comic shop in the basement of a beautiful mini comic shop oh. and it was organized it was numbered it was everything and i'm talking any random That's white box in be- any, any random long box down there could have had 75 different titles and all mixed up and jumbled from different eras and he went through and stripped that son of a bitch. Do you remember any treasures? Did anything like Yeah, really I'm gonna get to about? that. Dude, he's all like right. the stuff he found Rich had no idea what he was sitting no. Like, like no so, on. No. Like no idea. So, keep going.
2: When I went down there I now, what it was is I was coming in the store I went down to the basement that time and I came up out of that basement and like you said my OCD kicked <laughs> in. We all got a little bit of it. Okay, but what it is is the love. Mm-hmm. And I seen that and I felt like it was a gut shot, right? Oh. You know, you would have felt the same. Mike he said he felt the yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I said to Rich, I said, let me make you a deal. I said, let me clean up the basement. And he said, we've been trying to do that for 20 years. I said, give me two months, wow. three months tops. So I came just on Saturdays. Oh, that's incredible. I'd love to. do that. And I, I went down there and I sorted everything. I cleaned it all up. I alphabetized it. I padded in series. Where if you had to go down there, or if I was there and he said, can you go, I'd be down there in a shot and come back up with a book. Yeah. Doing that, the stuff that was down there.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell them about the, uh, what was it, those Star Trek books?
2: Those old Star oh, Trek Oh, the old Trek. gold key, like, graphic novels even. Yeah, that just didn't exist anymore. I found those. I found a book from 1941 called The Texan and a Matt Baker art in it. Now, Matt Baker, he's the most famous. Yeah, he was the first black person that ever drew comics. And there's The Texan number seven. Now, okay, first off, I shouldn't have the knowledge I have that I'm like going.
1: What the <laughs> okay f- why is this here right why is it on the floor? Yes
2: <laughs> you know so yeah. I brought it up and I and you know I started getting all the stuff together making boxes of all the stuff I could sell off wall books basically so it was kind of funny at the time I came home about a month after that and I said to my wife one day I said listen where I was working at the time I said to my wife I said, I need you to love me enough to let me quit this goddamn job. And she was ecstatic. I didn't know she knew all along that I was... I, I didn't realize I was so miserable, right? right? She said, do it. So I quit. I was standing outside the store on a Saturday with Rich when Catherine was dropping me off. And I said, I just quit my job. And he goes, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. I don't care. So he said to me, he goes... How would you like to work here? Oh, my God. And I said, before, shit, man? The, before anything could come out of my mouth, he's like, how would you like to work here? And, of course, I'm like, okay, there's a negotiation going on. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This guy needs to understand that, okay, you know, no offense to Rich, but a- anybody, you need to understand I'm not a dummy and I'm not going to work for free, right? Of course. So he says to me, he goes, but I could probably only pay you about 15 bucks an hour. Right. Before I can say anything, my wife says, he'll take it.
1: Oh, so sweet of her, and that's not horrible for a comic shop back in the day. No you know, man, what, what, five, six, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So
2: I went in, and you know, I, the, you know, and, and it was some challenges. I mean, I get it. I mean, Rich okay. sold what he sold, and he was removed from comics. Okay. You know, and I get it. You that know, you, yeah, you can distance yourself. So I said to him, I said. Let me help you. Right? Right. So I said to him, I said, okay, you know, I want one shelf where I can start bringing in some. Because they didn't do much independent books either at all. It was all Marvel and DC. You
1: can't do that. So I said,
2: okay, listen. Well, now here's the thing. In the meantime, as I was going in there on Saturdays, I was telling him, listen, I want you to order me 10 copies of this. I want you to put like five aside and don't put them out until I tell you to. Put them behind the counter until I come back in. It was at the time when Chew, the series Chew was coming out. I was all over that thing. Rob Guillory's artwork just did something to me and I knew, I knew. So I came in and I said, I want you to order me 10 copies. I got five from him. I had five coming from my subscription service because it was the turnover point for me. And I went in about two weeks later and I said, put that up on your wall. I said and stash the other two, and then I'd come in three weeks later, and I said put it up on the wall at a hundred bucks. Pat and Rich thought I was some kind of fucking warlock, <laughs> some comic book warlock. Yeah. And I said, listen, man, you she know we're, follow the trends. Yeah, you gotta you be, know? you know, you're paying attention. And, and, Absolutely. And, and Which is what
1: I was just saying is what Altered States does so well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You gotta be able to read between those lines, man. Absolutely. You gotta know when you're gonna get burnt. And yeah. you got to know when something's going to kick in, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how I started at the store. Um, you know, um, when I was there, you know, I convinced him to start bringing in some, you know, you know, like your, your independent essentials, like mouse, you know, yeah. get those out. And I said to him, I said, I'm going to order 12 books. If they don't sell, I'll buy my own damn self.
1: Okay, that's a good deal. And I put them
2: up on the yeah. shelf, like and they were nice. gone in two weeks. Perfect. And that's when he was like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. Yeah. I mean, I still joke around well, to guys... this day that Rich hired me so I wouldn't go to work somewhere else.
1: <laughs> Smart sense.
2: decision on his part. Well,
1: it's good that they're starting to do this because we live in an incredibly spoiled area. Where We're talking about this on the show all the time, but in Toronto we have so much education, so many yeah. shops, so yeah. many courses, so many of uh, the top artists in the world. A, a grouping of them lives here that is just unfathomable. It's um, insane. The, the galleries, the, the colleges, everything. everything. There's no... Honestly, I think for comic book-wise, for comic book art and education and all that, I don't think there's any greater place in the world. Nope. I don't... You know, I, of course, don't know what's going on in other places like New York or whatever, but I see Toronto. I've been going to Fan Expo for 14 years and watching these things grow. And there used to be a bigger disconnect between the levels. And at the time Even when I've started this show It's It's starting to gel It's starting to come together It's starting to The the changing of the old guard Kind of happened And now there's these levels And it's It's getting more muddled It's great And now all these Brand Not brand new But like newer comic shops That are around that have solidified so quickly places like Gotham Central, mm-hmm. they're putting these books on the shelves. They're bringing these artists into their stores. And
0: yeah, it's amazing. That's yeah, what's beautiful, you know? It's an awesome thing, man. We're really lucky. There's a lot of support. There's a yeah. lot of support in the industry, yeah. for sure. Like, Carlos does a great job doing those events. Um, and there's a lot of guys that want to do the events, too. Like, I know um, Mark... Uh, Mark Bell at the uh, Comic Warehouse in Brampton he's uh, been there for again like 32 years Yeah. and you know it's a game it's a beautiful store it's a game store it's got all different stuff but there's like an area that kids go to paint miniatures there's an area that kids go to like game and there's a little courtyard area in the front will be sometimes little mini comic con days we got one on July 29th, actually at the warehouse. I'll be there with uh, David Dave Ross and Nice, uh, very nice. The mighty Such six foot six Hugh nice Rookwood. Oh Dave's great. Hugh oh. Rookwood's gonna be there and also Arnold uh, uh Arnold is gonna be there as right, well. So right, we're gonna have right. a good day there.
1: I remember um, mentioning to Ty um, no, I was talking to Karen and uh, they were maybe looking for new spaces to do the classes. Yeah, we've well, talked many times about Comic That's Connection. what I said. I was like, Comic yeah. Connections got like a magic room in the back. they're kind of here on the, brink, on
0: the brink of Oakville and Mississauga anyway. Oh, it'd be much less fight. of a drive than going downtown. Is, they're on this side? I thought they were more the Etobicoke. They're right? on the, that side, yeah. Yeah, on, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but no, he
1: grew up uh, Elite Road down Truscott there. I mean, you know, his crazy family history. And the oh, newness yeah. that just happened. Uh, Martin Landau, unfortunately, yeah, rest the beast, just yeah, passed yeah, away. Yeah. But, excuse me, it led to the knowledge that he played Ty Templeton's father in a movie once. Really? Ty Templeton's dad is, I'm sure you guys have heard, I don't know if you have, but you don't know about the history? I don't know that I do. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> uh... Ty Templeton's parents were Canadian celebrities and really big deals. Okay. Um, his father basically helped invent TV evangelism with Billy Graham. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, he was also did a lot of uh, game shows and variety show type stuff here in Canada. Yeah. Big TV producer. Uh, he was a big deal. They would have the prime ministers over for dinner. And wow, stuff. man. You know, his mom was a was a singer and an actress and all that. And uh, I guess way back when. A movie was made about Billy Graham, and Martin Landau, in that movie, played Ty's father. Oh, no kidding. Right. How and, weird. And yeah, totally weird deal, right? Wow. Yeah. Did you
0: do a bun tune about that or something? I, he I must... recently released something okay. about that. Okay, wow, you know? that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And, he I mean, crazy family history with Well, that. I knew that he was kind was of the TV in a lot of ways, because when I was a kid, well, an early, like a young teenager, there was this amazing show on TVO called prisoners of gravity oh, oh, oh yeah with uh, Rick uh, R- Rick, Green. Rick yeah. Green and man that show opened up with watercolor yep. beautiful ink drawings done by the great Ty Templeton yeah. the artwork is in, is incredible yeah and uh, just really really something oh yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, you know around that time too uh, I remember we, we were becoming aware of him and his art. Uh, he was also a part of the Justice League run that uh, Kevin Maguire was on. So yeah. that was uh, he took over after Kevin, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, oh. yeah, man, that was uh, that was just a cool thing that like we were like you know oh my god a Canadian guy making comics you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, we were aware of it then. <laughs> I so. thought about
1: all this. Uh, it was Fan Expo a couple of years ago. I, I sat down with Ty for an interview, and. Uh, it all started to come up, and I can't exactly remember why, but it was like my first question for some reason sparked the family history talk, mm-hmm. and he laid it all out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, so tell me if this rumor is true. Wayne and Schuster, for those of you who don't know, yeah, off in the yeah. Americas or the Englands or wherever you are, uh, Wayne and Schuster was an old variety show, kind of like the Smothers Brothers of Canada. Absolutely, yeah. And... Uh, Wayne Schuster no Frank Schuster who was one of Wayne and Schuster was always rumored that he was cousins with Joe Schuster creator of, Can- of Superman from Canada and I asked Ty I was like so is the rumor true? and he's like he's come over for dinner and hang out at the house Heck, like, yeah it's true and I was like what? <laughs> he's Amazing. like oh absolutely it's 100% true They're totally and that's why in the commercial remember the Canadian Heritage Mm -hmm. commercial he says see what your cousin Frank says in Toronto that's Frank of Wayne and Schuster that they're talking about through that little bit of there. not that cool man that is really cool so yeah he's got a rich rich history and then for him to grow up Clarkson. Well, more <laughs> Lorne Park. <laughs> Lorne Park, yeah. You know, yeah. but still, the right on the border He's there. there. That's where I live, he's right still, on the border there. He's still but, a homeboy, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, but I, the thing I love about them is even coming from all that, they're they're such a down-to-earth family. Mm-hmm. They're, they're original, they're unique, all of them, them, the kids. You can tell yep. it's a really, you know, they raise their kids to think it's the 90s <laughs> and to be as free and wonderful and beautiful as you want to be. Mm-hmm. And it, it's cool to watch It's cool to follow them it You is. know what I yep. mean? it's you, been amazing you,
2: you gotta be a little unique and crazy And not worry about whatever ever else is going on in because this world, hard. man There's a
1: certain amount of intimidation, right? Like, when you meet in these In anything, legends, dude And for anybody yeah. to even want to talk to these yep. people, right? Oh, like, It's cool, though Here, I can tell you a little inside something Give you a little inside scoop On a, on a behind-the-scenes Comic-Con experience, kids And uh, this isn't giving away any secrets or anything, so I don't think Ty would mind. And I don't think Mr. Ken Lashley would mind. (laughs) So I'm at the great Philadelphia Comic Con. Yep. And Ken Lashley, this is just last year, last May, or sorry, last April. And we've got Ty and Ken down as guests, and Karen's there, Ty's wonderful, beautiful wife. And we're all hanging out. Now it's the end of the show, and we're outside waiting for their Uber to take them to the airport. And I'm just chatting with Ty. And we were I was chatting with him about I love the fact that he's on the line as far as cartoonist artist. Sure. He can just master either side. And I was like, what do you consider yourself? And he says to me, Well, actually, to be honest, in my mind, first I firstly consider myself a musician.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Without skipping a fucking beat, not missing a second, Ken Lashley turns his head and goes, Yeah, because your art is shit. <laughs> I lost my mind. Okay, well, Ty was saying last night in class he plays
0: seven instruments.
1: Oh yeah, he's like a he, hard. He Q, plays, hard he plays piano the best, yeah. but he, yeah.
0: he always wanted to be yeah. like that guy and playing the guitar on yeah. stage. Right? But
1: the so. funny part of the thing was that just like uh, everybody treats Ty with the respect that of course he yeah. deserves. You know, but you're in awe of these people. But then to see them with their peers or, like, yes. made human yeah. or put on a certain level. And what was, they really do. There's even someone out there who's ribbing Thai temple. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. It's great. It was oh, just such a cool moment Lashley to ribs see. everybody. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a pause moment. We're going to have a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, so that's good times. Um... Rob, we'll have to do this many more times. Yeah, man. I feel um, we have hours of silly things to
2: discuss I, I have. talk a, about. I'm going to be honest with you, Jay. There's some dark days ahead <laughs> when we talk, man.
1: We're, we're going to get into the... No, uh, I hear you. There's lots of interesting things happening in the world. You know, uh, I, ju- I just I, I, I just
2: want to be able to sit... Now, I've done quite a few podcasts, right and I, I, I try to... Uh, cater to the host, as I should. But I think me and you, as friends, we can sit down and I can give you a little bit of the underbelly. I
1: agree, and I would love to hear it, man. Yeah, I'd love what to learn these. Really things. like, yeah, yeah. You know, what's well, It's cool, it's it's cool with too. the podcast to get the no. secrets. No, as far not the secret. Well, the cool thing about when I had <laughs> Kevin, on, uh, Kevin Boyd, was hearing the inside stuff, but. I didn't know, know a lot of his personal involvement as far as the history of Man Right. So when I had him on, we talked current stuff. We mm-hmm. talked about basically conventions and stuff yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. And then I listened to when he was on Speech Bubble, our good friend Aaron Broverman, on the Speech Bubble podcast, which you should all check out on the Points of Interest Podcast Network, pypodcast.com. Um, and he had a three-part podcast series with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They sat for three hours, and Kevin basically laid out the entire history of the Toronto comics yeah. community. Yeah. Which helps, right? And I mean, it was insane. Had the, Paradise. Yeah. The, con yeah, war, right. the con wars yeah. of yeah. the 80s yeah. and early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Like, I started going to Fan Expo in 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. Around then is when I started really going regular basis. Yeah, so sure. I had no idea about the Paradise shows and yeah. all the... I only ever heard good things changed. about the Paradise. The Paradise show. Yeah. Well, people was, love Paradise. It used that's, that's, to be my yeah. favorite, right? Yeah, for sure. I like to see that most of the shops around right now are reputable. Yes. You know, you know
0: at least the ones I'm familiar <laughs> with. I don't know yes. them all.
1: Yes. But I mean, when you yes. take the cores of the ones that are cool, at least with the people that I know and the fact that I appreciate that, of course, it's competition. But we're also lucky that they're widespread enough in a way because we live in such a large area. For sure. Think for Gotham's sure. got North Mississauga covered yep. up there. You guys got beautifully covered Oakville over here. Yeah, for sure. Altered States has got the Clarkson, you know what I mean? Stadium's yeah. got Brampton covered out. And never once have I mentioned one of these shops to another one of these owners where they haven't said, Great guys. No. And you know what? Cool guys. I mean, and, yeah.
2: but, I, you know, and like you said earlier when we were talking, the purity... Of a comic store, right? right? In comparison to, almost to the effect of, of these boutique pop-up stores that are sure, showing. Sure. Sure. You know. I totally. I mean, you yeah. know, like I said, we can talk about that
1: later. It's but it's a fad right, thing. That we'll die right. Up. Right. And and things have change. You know, we live in a movie comic Sure. Page. Everybody like, it's very cool for Chapter House. Yep that Jay Baruchel joined on and everything and I the one thing I do appreciate is that they're, they're not hiding the fact that sure let's see what movies we can make let's yeah. see what properties will work that's how it is there's no reason to deny that mm-hmm. and if that works out that's great and for Canadian mean, comics that's great for whatever you know but you know there's, there's a lot of debate here and there of what's good for indie what's good for movies Do we worry you know, about comics I think, like, uh, the, I think the there's different media, you know a lot of um,
2: damaging things that are happening, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... Yes.
2: Uh, you know, but like I said, the, we, can, we can save
0: that. <laughs> we,
1: can, we can save that. No, we'll that. get into that next time for yeah. sure. Because, you know, times change. I mean, I do have faith that... It, it's, it's hard to be... People will always want to create it, It's right? It's hard to be
2: uh, a retailer yeah. and a fan at the same time. Oh, I mean, sure. you know, yeah. um, to be on one side of the counter... And not bring your heart into the other side. Because I'll be, I'll be honest with you, man. It doesn't matter what anybody brings up. I'm never going to poo-poo on a book. We've, we've heard too many stories about people that work in comic stores that want to tell you what your pick is is a shit pick. Oh yeah, you know, that's not good. Yes, I've like
0: I've walked out just by the response right. to a simple question. Yeah. Like I remember going into a shop one time my and, 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 and I won't name the shop but we were in Ottawa and we were in the shop and my wife we walked in together but I, we kind of went our separate ways. My wife went to the cashier and uh, I was flipping through some books and she asked my uh, the, the the cashier said, "Oh, uh what can I help you with? And my wife said, well, my husband's trying to track down the original Miracle Man series. And the cashier actually looked at her and said, oh, that's a stupid book. Why would anyone want that? Oh, that's... what. Right. What, 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 what? And, I, and, I, and I heard her what, say that. And so I just turned Everything I, has I, merit. Yeah. Everything yes. has merit. Well, I don't know why anyone goes on about that book, why it's such a big deal. And I remember I heard that, and I just put, I closed the books yeah, I was about to sell. buy, put them back, and I said, all right, Erica, we don't have to shop here. See, that's one thing
1: I pride on about that I've I decided in the beginning that this show will be a positive show. Yes. There are plenty of books out there that I will fully admit I think are shit. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know, but Great. that's no reason to stop. That's no reason for anybody not to have made that book. Yeah. Make the next book. Get better. Maybe you'll pull me in next time. Maybe somebody else likes that book. But never not make the thing you need to make even if it's not good, you try more than no, the next time. No, no, right? and it, like... it's
2: it's kind of funny you mention that because I, I got a couple of buddies that do a podcast down in the states, um, uh, and I probably shouldn't plug them on here. No, but feel um, free. Uh, Th- it's that's uh, thing it's uh, the fire and water podcast network. Absolutely, and uh, a bunch of guys get together. Some of them with their wives. They they have like a bunch of different shows. It's a fantastic network. But right besides the point, they they had a round table discussion after the Batman v Superman movie came out and what they realized after this where they were putting their true heart and soul into this but they decided from that point on with the feedback they got that you know what we can't be negative about anything so if it's something we're negative about it we don't talk about it. I agree, hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's you know, right.
1: Well, once in a while, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it's a debatable conversation. conversation. It's, it's always
2: sure. good to have like, the salt yeah. there, right? But there's no mm-hmm. reason to try to go out with the intention of being negative right. about something. And, and there's so right? much negativity. Yeah. For right, and it was you know, it was ridiculous, an it was an know? honest review show. But when it was all said and done, like they said, okay, it came off. Really negative, and we don't want that. We don't want to be these guys. So, you know what? If we feel it's something all of us or two of us are going to get together and talk about, if it's something that one of us is going to bash, we're not going to talk about it. You know, because the industry at large doesn't need that. Right, right. And at
1: the end of it, it's always opinionated. Or or, or plan a good debated conversation round table. I recently had uh, Kevin Joseph. Who is the writer for Tart, which is one of the most amazing indie comics you'll <laughs> ever find. Have you heard of Tart? Yeah. Have you read Tart? You seen it? Like, yes. Oh, read a bit? I'll give it even for you. I got yeah, many yeah, copies that. That They get spread around. It's just a awesome. mind Ludovic Saleh and, and Kevin Joseph, uh, time-traveling assassins, and it's, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous book. But anyways, uh, I had him on and Jay Webb, who is... Uh, A comic fan slash guru slash consultant Mm -hmm. type guy uh, from from England who's all just you know he's like the best comic book fan he's all our biggest we love him to death Jay's the absolute awesomest biggest hearted awesome dude in the world so he and I big fans of Zack Snyder big fans of BVS Mm -hmm. big fans of Suicide Squad Mm -hmm. Kevin. Complete opposite. But we didn't get together to have a fight or have a debate. It or it was to have a conversation about these things. Let's weigh in. You know, Let's discuss hell, it. I recently, uh, months ago, got tired of all the Trump bashing back and forth, right? I have a friend down in the States, our sure. good friend Jimmy McKnight of the Ninja Starship podcast and the soon-to-come ARC Junkies welding podcast. <laughs> but anyways, he's a Trump guy, yep. right? Or at least was a Trump guy, pretty hardcore you know I think I don't know where he's totally standing these days but of course I was getting he had a lot of bashing going on online and it was a lot of people I could see just attacking him and being like how could you why would you and not actually like engaging in a conversation no they don't want conversation and I got really upset about this so I was like Jimmy will you come on my show and help me try to understand your point of view and let's have you. a you know That's a big. proper actual discussion about this yeah. and he came on and we did that we talked for an hour and we we, we shared and we talked we negotiated we, we we submitted we wouldn't give whatever yeah but there was no arguing there was no you know and no, was, man. I'm very proud of that podcast and I'm very proud of the fact that I just was like that I had that conversation that no one else was having. You yet, gotta have right? dialogue, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, right, yeah. or, meeting, or or uh,
2: the three of or, us yeah. sitting across from each other, we all have our likes, our dislikes. Um, like you said, even generational dislikes, likes. Right. I mean, we all come from a different background, a different generation. Sure, different so situations. you know, but the thing yeah. is, to be able to open a dialogue and be able to listen. To the other person's dialogue, yeah. Yeah. and that's what needs to happen today. There's oh, yeah. too, there's too much hit and run well, on social year, media, right?
0: About that hit and run, I've, I've, I've actually ended a lot of really important friendships sure. this year because of disagreements over, ultimately, really just just a, a different political stance or a different you know a, ideological stance in some cases, but like. You know, at the end of the day, we all come to comics for different reasons and we all come from different places to comics. And yep. I remember a little while ago, I did a cover for a book that's coming out soon called Alien Bounty Hunter by Vault Comics. Nice. And the comic, you know, got a little bit of attention on bleeding cool and stuff like that because the comic is essentially had been has been created as a as a as a storyboard for a film that Mark Wahlberg wants to do, oh, called cool. Alien Bounty Hunter, about a sure, about a, a really good cop who's really good at hunting down bad guys. Of course, and his alien comes to Earth and hides on Earth, and his job is he's, he's he's taken in by this group that's tracking these aliens all over the universe, and him being the best dirtbag slayer on Earth, <laughs> they basically get him and say we got we need you to find <clears your> this <throat> guy. Now, a lot of indie comic guys I know, I'm not going to say any names, but a lot of them got upset like Mark Wahlberg. What does Mark Wahlberg know? more yeah. comics why would i care if mark Wahlberg was involved with How the comic you no know? and all this stuff's going on and, I, and i'm listening to all this debate and i'm thinking i'm well, as i'm painting the cover at home i'm watching these arguments oh, and, so and people weird. people yep. getting super <laughs> upset about the fact that mark Wahlberg, mr hollywood he's got no business in, in, there. in some money going like this and, and all i can say to myself was guys i'm not going to join this conversation but all i know is I'm getting paid right yeah. now yeah. to work on comics to, to draw draw this guy once yeah. Drawing. Like, getting paid drawing. Yeah. Like, like i just thought, drawing man. pretty
1: pictures, and it's my job. <laughs> it's just there's so much. There's That's so right. So much and, I mean, you know, right?
2: and, yeah, like, I mean, it all comes down to our own self-ownership of what we feel about comics. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, and... So... We can go back to like the story you just said about that guy who said what he said to erica i mean he took ownership of his shop he took ownership of what his opinions are and that's that's cool to own your opinions but if you can't share and discuss your opinions
0: there's a problem but
1: it's a canadian
0: like he yeah. could yeah. have said one we're canadians we have to stick book. to being open but yeah i yeah, yeah, have to yep right like, he could have like, said well that's not my favorite Alan Moore piece but I think we have a few issues in the back instead he was like well that's a stupid book why would anyone collect that like that was literally his response I'm there with a pocket full of money going I hope these guys got a few of those rare issues because they weren't cheap to find do you know how used to this shit I am though because A I'm a prequel apologist
1: (laughs) absolutely love the prequels they're a big part of my Star Wars life you know what and I appreciate that brother I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan love to death like his visuals make me cry right uh, loved the new 52 was a huge fan of many amazing things that came out of the new 52 besides Capullo and Snyder that was like a whole miraculous event yeah. unto its goddamn <laughs> self but anyways you know what I mean like yeah. but I like these things and it's okay for you not to like them, but you shouldn't have a problem with me liking them because yeah. you don't think they're good enough. No, none yeah. whatsoever. What kind
2: of is none that? whatsoever. I mean, Kid. me and you are going to have some good conversations. We are We are. are, are. going to have some Mike, good conversations. Thank you
1: so much for introducing me oh, to dude. this fine fellow right here. I knew it would be a good time. Kids, uh, Comet Connection. It's at, on Spears. Uh, what's it closest Four, to? 490 Spears um, in Oakville. Uh, yeah. It's uh, two blocks.
2: West, West of on fourth. Spears of yeah. Dorval, and two blocks east of Fourth Line of fourth on Spears. Line. Yeah, right so there. we're right in the center there, right near the 50s diner. Yeah, yep. can't miss us. <laughs> Look for the big Spider Man LED head that's outside the Very store, man. You cool. can't miss it. Kids it's like
1: a beacon. You want to meet Rob, go down to Comic Connection, it's a fantastic shop, it's a beautiful shop, and uh, Actually, meet absolutely, the man himself. yeah, man. Come down and see me, and we'll talk himself. comics. man himself obviously has got some things to say, and of course, Mike Ruth. Always, thank you for hey, joining my us pleasure. on the my show. Pleasure. Um, you're on social media at Uncouth Ruth on most things. I think everything. On mostly yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, and Twitter, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And you can always find me in my shop, MikeRuth.com. Uh,
1: I would suggest checking out Mike's Instagram because uh, it's badass, uh, thank you and very people much. enjoy
0: it very, very much. It's Thanks, one of the nicer
1: man. ones on the threads. There, I'm surprised by Instagram lately, it, especially for like podcasts yeah. and advertising yeah. lately. It's been my number one like.
0: It really reach blew up to me people a few years ago. It's, it's weird. I, I've slowed down. For I've, artists,
1: it makes sense, but for a podcast, it's weird. It's yeah. funny
0: how things can light up, man. It's yeah. really weird.
1: It is. Yeah, but and like
2: uh, you can follow uh, the store uh, on the Facebook at uh, Comic Connection Oakville, Instagram at comic under slash connect, uh, Twitter same. Um, don't follow me on Facebook I'm
0: disappointing
2: <laughs> you don't want to hear what I have to say.
0: His rants are great. His My rants are like great
2: but you know you, d- you probably don't want to hear what I have to say.
1: But, well, uh, you kids are going to hear plenty more of what Rob has to say because uh this is just too much fun and too cool, guys. Thank you so much. I okay, can Absolutely. Thanks thank you for having us, Jay. Kids, that's Rob. That's Mike. Uh that's all we're going to have this week on an elegant weapon let's take it easy.